I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 23. My name is Steven Schultz, and I'm your host in the pilot seat today. It feels so good to have a full ship again, so you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, back from a not-so-hostile takeover of the Dad Batch Pod Instagram account, it's Joe Lara. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I had controls of that thing, man. How did you let me do that? Why would you let me do that? <laughs> it feels good, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it it feels good to have that kind of power. I don't know if I can have it again, though. So I'll It was fun. Yeah. I'm glad to have John back. It was weird not having him. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Buddy. Like, yeah, it's so, like... So it's, it's good when we're all together. It's like a warm yeah. hug from a bowl of French onion soup. French onion <laughs> soup. Delicious. Got him. Delicious. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing well. It was good. Um, so very busy. As soon as my in-laws left, then my father came and visited. So it's just been a revolving door of family, lots of food, lots of drink. And now I need to get ready for April, which means winding down from all the food and drink. Because <laughs> what, What's in yeah, April? What's when, happening in April? Um, something called London celebration, you know, trying to get in shape, <laughs> want to not be tired when I'm walking around in our bad batch armor for four days straight, you know, it takes a toll. Weird. <laughs> dude, I feel the same. I feel that dude. Last two months have been, or month has been rough. Dude, just complete debauchery. Just if I see a cookie, it's gone. If I see I'm a piece on- of cake. Gone since Monday. I have not eaten a carb. Thank goodness all of our costumes have the uh, armor cut down the sides. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Uh, they oh, they this... make men spanks, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is it is it manx or what do they call it? It's they do. They I think do. it's just body armor. But manx, but just body armor. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, the source for all your 4K screenshots. Uh, it's Rami Shanaday. How are you, man? <laughs> screenshots. I'm, I'm doing good. Yes, it has been Screenshot Central here for the last uh, last week. So we've got quite the library up there. So by the way, yeah, um, if any listeners want access to Dad Batch season or Bad Batch season two uh, screenshots, we have a library that we're putting together. So um, it's a big collaborative effort. It's shaping up pretty good. And yeah, I feel you on the uh, the the. The, the eating thing tech it's it's the it's the dad batch podcast not the dad bod podcast so hey, it's okay uh, yeah i love my dad bod except well it's kind of wrecker's thing so <laughs> yeah right i was gonna say wrecker kind of i need i need some extra tauntaun meat or something 
<laughs> Don't make D mad. Ronto roast. There you go. How are you, man? How was your week? <laughs> I'm good. It's it's been busy. I've been juggling uh, work. Like so, I was down in uh, at at my office, which is weird. We went from having a huge multi-building campus, and now after COVID, we've gotten down to like half of one of the buildings, and it's weird. It was actually full today, which was the first time. We've been keeping track at any point since we started bringing people back. There was only like 100 people in the office at most. And that was when we tried to tell people to come back. So it was a little weird to see the office uh, semi-filled up today. Do your coworkers know that you have a podcast? No, no. Okay. I. Uh, it's funny. I, so you guys see what's behind me all the time. That's my office at home that I work in. and uh, But for work, I, the background's all blurred out. Because it just prompts too many questions and conversations. Like, there's a few people that I, I'll be like, all right, look, I'm going to turn the blur off and we can talk about this. And we're not going to worry about it the next time we have a meeting or something because it'll just derail the meeting and <laughs> for, for hours. So, next up, back from off planet and straight into the paint booth, it's John Rodriguez. How are you, bud? Hey, yo. Good. Happy to be back. <laughs> Bummed I, uh, I missed last week, but I was uh, working. So now, uh, ha- very happy to be back. It feels good. It, it, it felt kind of kind of weird listening to you guys, like like Brian had mentioned before. When you're not on the episode and you hear everyone talking, it's kind of like it's like an out of not out of body experience, but you know, like a kind out of, of pod. Whoa! Like a- out of batch experience. I don't know. It was weird. But, I know uh, it was pretty deep, John. Happy to be Brian back. Brian got to but say whatever he deep. wanted. Yeah, I heard all that. All that that malarkey he was spitting. So, uh, so, yeah, validation is coming. I, I don't, I don't hear much now, though. So, we'll see. Well, it's good to have you back, uh, man. Yeah, thanks. Coming hot off that episode three, it's the solitary soldier himself. It's Brian Cook. How are you, buddy? Commander Cody. <laughs> I just want to say that I'm fantastic. I went snowboarding today. It was a blast. Dude, you've been doing it all. Snowboarding, crossbow, sniping. You do tricks. No, you no do tricks. Crossbow. Yeah, he was doing tricks. Um, yeah, I mean, that, I've been snowboarding that, for that almost 30 years. So. Yeah. Does that mean like you do backflips? I can like, do a few things. No, I don't go upside down. That's where <laughs> I draw the line. Inverted is not for me because I usually get about halfway crunch. and then I stop. And that's usually your head. <laughs> we save that young for the young folk now. Yeah, I don't. I don't go upside down. Um, yeah, man, cruising. We we had a snowboard trip um, this past weekend for Levi's 16th birthday, which was super fun. Got back and then um, was working for a couple days and yeah, not crossbow, but I've been taking up archery, which is super fun. My neighbor's been teaching me that. Um, I've always wanted to do it, and now I'm learning how to do it. So that's been awesome. You're gonna do a Hawkeye costume now, Levi? At- now i would i mean i had the haircut before um but uh brian if you do hawkeye yeah, i want to do the the, the tracksuit guys <laughs> tracksuit mafia dude hey, bro yeah totally come on bro that oh that's, that's <laughs> sick oh those guys God. are funny all right maybe we have to do that um but yeah uh and then the weather uh levi didn't have school today and the weather was nice so we were like let's go so we just went again nice so. Yeah, things are good. All kinds of stuff going on. Got it. We got our celebration airfare. I was just gonna say, I'm Yay. so happy, man. Nice. Congrats. Just Levi and I. Um, the dogs are getting old, and it's getting very. We 
when we went on this trip this last this past weekend, we boarded them, and like Kisu, our oldest, he just did not come back in good shape. So, oh, that's um, too bad. We can't we can't board him anymore. So yeah, uh, we made takes the a toll. Executive decision. Yep, yep. We made the decision that it was just going to be me, and then ended up being just uh, just Levi and I. So Omega and Crosshair will be at celebration. So now I just need a costume. Oh, that's the easy part. <laughs> no problem. I got how many months? Three months? And nothing. I got a helmet. We're all in the same boat besides Echo and Tech. So don't stress what? it too bad. You guys are like on a done. boat. I'm not even on a yeah, boat yeah. right now. I'm we're, on a We're at the harbor, preserver. essentially. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hardest part, honestly, is what I'm worried about is getting this thing. <laughs> oh, that's not getting fire punch. That's not to coming through customs be... at all. <laughs> it's fake. You're, you're better. I don't think you're so? better off just like bringing a 3D printer with you. Print, that's what I was gonna and then say. printing one there, and then leaving it there. It comes apart. Will it not roll, bro? Even yeah, take you got to break it down into pieces that are so indistinguishable from what it actually is that no one will actually know what it. It, it won't look like a gun. Oh, It'll just be a bunch of cylinders. So I'm not bringing fire puncher. <laughs> that is. Oh, I never thought of that. You guys just unmute myself. Let's. We've got company. You want to sit with us? That's never happened before. He's built a K2SO, an L337, a BD1. He's the maker of droid puppets, the sculptor of foam and cardboard, wielder of laser cutters. Dr. Sci-Fi himself. It's Darren Moser. How are you, buddy? Doing good. My younglings uh, gave us a great Christmas vacation, and uh, we're still in the great time of Star Wars. It's a good it's a good time right now. Yes, we are. Thanks for stopping in, man. We've been dying to have yeah, you. Thanks for having me. Um, it was fun having you on the uh, the live watch party we had. I think that was what last week. Uh, about yeah, like a week or yeah. two ago. What's going on, Darren? How was your week, man? Oh, it was good. We uh, have a couple of days off. Had a long Christmas break, and then I get uh, the following Monday. So. Trying not to overbook, you know, I think we find do a couple days of Christmas and then a day or two at home, play with the first round of toys and try to just not overdo it because, you know, we'll burn out just as much as the kids will. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. Lots of Lego. Got a big batch of Lego came in. They often drop stuff at the new year. So I'm most excited to put together the uh, TIE Bomber, which is the one of the new Star Wars sets. And so once I build it stock, I want to mod it to be a boarding craft which we Ooh. often see sometimes a little different it doesn't have like the little bit on the bottom and obviously the front is meant to be like an airlock but i think that'd be a fun uh, challenge to do very cool man well it's it's good to have you on the marauder thank you again everybody for tuning in if you'd like to interact with us more follow us at dad batch pod on instagram and if you want to support the show grab a shirt or maybe a pack of stickers at the this garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys, who is working on what? Uh, well, ever since uh, the Bad Batch premiered for their season two, I've had a fire kind of under 
under my butt uh, to get our costumes going, you know? Um, so I've been trying to at least get to work on what I have uh, on hand right now, which is like all the hard parts. I started painting some stuff um, and primed everything. Um, and I've been painting uh, those helmets that I always paint. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, been working a, a bit, so I haven't had a lot of time, but yeah, I think that's it for me. Wow, that's mm. a lot. Okay, yeah. Yeah. good job. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> good. I see you got an R6 uh, back there. Is he uh needing some legs? Yeah, the legs are downstairs. Uh, um, I haven't printed. That's where I like to keep my. Legs, <laughs> so. uh, I I haven't printed the uh, the drives yet to attach the feet and the legs and stuff. So, um, he's just chilling. Oh, wait, so it's Michael's design for three D printing. He's in a trash can mode right now. <laughs> he's trash a trash can, can, mode can while we wait. Yeah, yeah. John's been busy. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll um I'll go. Let's see what have I done. I started um. I sanded my crosshair hand plates. I got that done. Um, nice. Oh, and his belt buckle. I, I fixed. It was a little warped. Ramey had printed it for me, and I think with all the temperature changes, it warped a little bit. Mm. I kind of bent it back and had to like fix a few things. What do you do? Then, you um, guys heat it up to bend it? I heated up and bent it, but what it did was put a bunch of cracks in it. Uh, so I just poured resin in it uh, and UV lighted it, and that took care of it. Filled the cracks. Um. That is one thing that I've, I've I've noticed, right? Is the resin bends more? Like if you store it incorrectly, it'll like take the shape of your box that it's in. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's different from FDM because everybody says FDM will melt. FDM. I've had more mm-hmm. issues with the resin stuff, honestly. Yep. It, well, that's it, the it hard was, part. Is it? It really was. It was flexing the wrong way too, so it's flexing yeah. out, Ooh. which is not going to look good with a buckle. So. Yeah. I pushed it back it the other to, way. It needs to have that curvature. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then um, I haven't really been working on too much, but planning, planning some stuff. So working on getting that crosshair armor and working with all y'all, especially Ramey, to try to get some mods going here to make this thing work. So uh, I'm confident I'll have it done before London. Getting into London is going to be fun. Um, the new, all the new photos that come out. For Omega's helmet, I have to repaint a bunch of stuff because it's not completely right now that high quality shots came out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm super excited to talk to um, Christy, who's Jedi Closet mm-hmm. on Instagram. She built Joe's poncho. Poncho and flight suit. And flight suit. Mm-hmm. She does very high quality work. Um, she has is awesome and we've always been wanting to work with her on something. And um Working on doing Omega's jacket, so so Omega is kitted out. You know, Levi's a little little bigger than Omega, but whatever. She's our Omega, so we're gonna make it work. Make it. So work. we were. All, That's it. Didn't really the family was watching episode three of Bad Batch today, and, and my wife asked me if if you're gonna do the makeup on the side of your head now that it's like it's so pronounced. Oh, I. You know what? I thought about it. I was like, "Would I shave Dude, my head?" Easy, all bro. The way? I got gotcha. you. No makeup. Just shave your head. Get a get an iron 
like a waffle iron maker and sleep on that on <laughs> do one not side. Do that. Do not. And then when do, you wake up, no, on. don't turn it on. Yeah. I didn't no, say no, turn no, it no. on. <laughs> I said just sleep on it. No, Michael, Michael Scott vibes. I'm going I'm to lay it at the edge of my just, bed with some bacon on it so I can wake up with a foreman grill. You know, <laughs> I want to wake up to the fresh smell of bacon and then just wake up and roll over on it and be like, ah, oh, I'm ready for the day. I think I will, though. I will shave my head all the way. Nice. I, I have that kind of commitment. So. Commitment. Commitment, man. I got to yep. shave the beard. You can shave your head. I will. Scarring? That's a little... We'll just throw a Maybe slice of pepperoni pizza in there and just smack the side of my head. It just <laughs> looks like, it just, it just looks like um, dude, I'll, my wife's got all that makeup stuff, that theater makeup stuff. She'll, she'll hook it up. We yeah. can figure it out. Yeah. Although, you yeah. You do like a stencil, kind of like how the Ahsoka uh, cosplayers mm-hmm. do stencils for their like yeah. contours. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a pizza stencil. Just take that stuff. Just take that stuff, <laughs> Steven, that you use on your face and just go. Yeah, for the side of my head. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Sweet. That's it. That's all I got. Um, for me, I um, <clears throat> once I got these images, I'm like, oh, there's this really cool skull on the side of Tech's helmet still. So I kind of didn't do anything until today. Um, and um, <clears throat> so it was a slow day at work. So I was able to kind of tape up and mask up that little skull spark thing on the side of the ears and just kind of experimented with the paint and and it came out fine. I didn't have to redo anything. So I was kind of glad I was able to kind of guess my way through it, but that's it. Just kind of making those nice little details. And then um, I probably still need to do some more weathering on the bucket, but I'm going to wait till I have like everything done. And I want to make sure that the weathering is all looks like it, like it's one matching separate. Yeah. I want to make it exactly matching, Mm. but that's pretty much it. I've I've been entertaining families, so not really on the workbench too much. That's it. So I've been all echo all the time, um, or almost at least. So I I Are you for anybody yet? that uh, no no, there's still actually I mean gosh, there's for as much for as much Jeez. as I feel like I've got done, I've got a list, and it's still pretty doggone long. Um, for anybody that's uh, on Instagram, go check out the demo that I did uh, the other day on how I did the welding. Um, so Echo Scott, just just like Rex on his helmet and, and elmo uh, and uh, arm chest armor, he's got the weld marks. Um, so Echo has that on his chest plate on season two, and it's on the back too. And so I used I found a, a silver metallic hot glue, and I just used hot glue to do it, and it came out great. Um, so there's a little tutorial thing on uh, on my Instagram that. That I'm still trying to learn how to use. So uh, uh, go check that out, though. But but I'm happy with how that came out. Um, in the meantime, as amongst all the screenshot uh, work that we've been doing, I realized that uh, at least his season two, Echo's season two pack is not the same as it was in season one. And it and te- but Tech still has the same one. So I did. Fi- I went back and I looked. Text did not change, but Echo's is still a little different. Um, so I've already modified my files. I got to reprint one piece. Unfortunately, it's one of the bigger pieces, but still um, everything else that I had printed will still work with it. So I'll have files that we know are specifically for tech or for potentially season one and then the echo season two version as well. So when I, you know, I've been asked like, why haven't you, why haven't you given me the files yet? Cause I've, I said, I'm going to make them available, but this is exactly why, because like we need to see these things and make sure that the details are right. Because what I don't want to do is put files out there and then have people spend money on filament and print something that takes like two days to print this piece. And then, it, you know, the whole roll of filament. And then we find something that's not right. 
because I'd already been committed to working with the clone trooper detachment to make sure that the files that I put out are accurate. So, um, so I've, but I've already got the mods made. I'm just waiting. Tomorrow's my, my big Amazon delivery of uh, a truckload of filament. So I'll get that, that piece going first <laughs> and foremost, and we'll get, we'll be back in business. Um, what's your also, go-to filament, Ramey? I like, um, I like inland inland PLA plus, And I think it's the same. I think it's basically, um, Oh, there's uh, there's another name that it also gets sold under in a store down in, from in Southern California. But Mi- I'm drawing a blank. From Micro Center, right? Micro Center, yeah, that's right. So the Micro Center branded film, it's the same stuff. So, um, but yeah, I like the PLA Plus. It's just it's mm. consistent. All my settings are dialed up for it. I, I, I I've been very happy with it. I just got a subscription. Amazon just sends me four rolls of it every so often. So. Tomorrow's the day, and I and I, <laughs> I, 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 I ran out. That. I don't usually run out, like, but I ran out. It's like toilet time. paper. Yeah, I think it's a like lot of people paper. assume that we use PETG because you know it's a higher higher temp, and therefore it can kind of take more heat. Obviously, weather that kind of stuff. But I don't I don't print PETG. I've always I do PLA. And Same. It, and it's fine. I, it seems to be fine. I have tried printing with other materials, and I can do it. But it's but the the conditions for printing are are, are a little more particular, and it's just I find that the I don't have, I take pretty good care of my kits and like, I don't leave stuff in the car and it's, and so I don't feel like I'm at risk for the problems that those other filaments solve. Um, so it's, I've got, I've got a system and it kind of works for me. So I just been sticking with that. Um, I modeled, uh, John try PETG. Yeah. I've got two rolls sitting at home that I haven't like for a year that I haven't done anything with. Cause I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I'll learn it one of these days. Dude, I, I have some flexible filament that's supposed to be like if I were to do a. Uh, I heard gauntlet, that's tough. I could, I could like twist it. Oh. I saw um, I saw Nico uh, use it in- successfully, but I don't yeah. want to change the settings to my printer because I'm like, oh, like you know, uh, I don't. That's the hard it. part. Well, you yeah. know, the answer is you buy another printer and only use no, that no. for those settings, <laughs> I mean, which is actually everything. I have so that oh. what Darren just said is what I do. So I have a printer that I use exclusively for, and it's a it's a direct drive, so it's not it doesn't have the Bowden tube, so I can use that for the weird filaments. So um, the 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 rubber stuff, like the, what is it, TPU or whatever. Like I have some of that, and I've had to print some parts for some of the droids that need to be flexible because they work like hinges. Oh wow! So I, and yeah, and yeah. then I haven't I have another kind of filament that was ridiculously expensive, but it's it's called it's called lightweight PLA, and it actually has a very low foaming temperature so it actually expands three times its size at the normal pla melting point so what happens is you use very little of it to print the same volume of stuff but it's because it foams up it's actually like it's it's a third of the weight so dio my dio the whole head is printed in this and it weighs next to it feels like paper in your hand and yet it's printed out of this special kind of pla so because it's it's a third of the material that normal PLA would have taken because it foams up. So you have to go in and set the settings in the software to only extrude a third of the volume that it normally would, but yet you still get a part that's the same physical size. It's weird. It's a bit of a trip. So, hmm. huh. uh, but that stuff's neat. If you need to print something, I might go back and redo BB-8's head with that. Although it's fragile. So it's, you know, you gotta be careful that he doesn't. Fragile. Yeah. Fragile. It's Italian. I've been, I've been getting to do some modeling work. So I modeled Hunter's new bicep for John. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm actually, I don't, I don't know if you had a chance to print that yet, but I'm happy with the, how the model came out at least. Um, 
And then uh, I haven't yet. Next up uh, on the modeling hopper is crosshairs modifications. So that'll be what I start on tomorrow. Mine are easy. Mine are just going to be surgical. Mine are just going to be surgical. Yeah. Surgical. Yeah. Literally cutting so. cutting parts Machine off of cut, one model and gluing them onto ones. another. <laughs> so. Just if I can print them or not. My only thing is going to be is some of those things, like if I can fit it on my printer. That's where you guys come into play. I'm getting, yeah, just kind of putting together the plan for the year. Uh, I have a big con that I want to go to in kind of August, September. So it gives me a little bit of a start and and target date. Primarily more upgrades to uh, K2. You know, he's always, he's like a five, six-year-old cosplay at this point so it's he's going to be around forever and i'm always looking at ways to bring more of the performance out uh k2 has actually moving eyes that you don't see very much in rogue one but his eyes actually the the light of them move a little bit inside the socket and again adding some servos to the neck so that he can look around and track and again that should help uh, bring him also trying to make ways to make him a little lighter and just really working on the lower half and making that rock solid where all of the walking is just really solid. A lot of the upgrades I did for celebration were great and cosmetically they look really good, but the joint aspect is weaker. So that's going to take some, some more work. And then a new project I want to start on is uh, I'm going to call him BD six and it's going to be a BD-1 droid on top of a MSC-6 mouse droid. So this will be my first uh, radio-controlled droid. So like my friends, I can sit back in a chair with an RC controller. You know, I don't, I don't have to work out the arm or the leg. Uh, but yeah, so basically the point is one joystick would control the mouse droid and drive it around, and the other joystick would do the neck. And some of the you know, higher end uh, RC controllers have uh, pentometers on the side that can rotate and take a variable. And so I'm wanting to use that for some of the puppetry aspects like the ears or uh, maybe some motion on the neck. So it's going to be tricky. It's definitely not going to have all the same motion that my puppet version does, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. And then I can, again, drive him up to people and he'll look like he's kind of skateboarding on a mouse droid <laughs> that is amazing and you know what like the loss of of function that you get because of not being a puppet the cool thing the the, the cool thing is that you chose bd1 and like 90 percent of his expressions coming from the eyes anyway yeah a lot of it comes from the ear like that's really where a lot of his emotion comes from and his legs are gonna be i mean i'll remodel where there'll basically be a wire armature inside, not wire, a metal, a metal armature inside his legs that's bolted to the chassis. And then all the exterior of the leg is just cosmetic. So he's not going to move because that, ha that support has to go all the way down to the wheels where it's, you know, and again, try to make sure he's not top heavy. I might even put some weights in the bottom because I don't need one of those mouse, you know, that, turbo shoots down the corridor i don't want him to go that fast i want him to not fall over that's the most important part so i'm curious how how have you um i mean i know that you're still in the planning stage but what are you planning to how are you going to address the weight issue because i think it's going to be heavy as um again 
you know, for the normal way that mouse droids are made is you have like kind of an aluminum chassis and then the top shell and the bottom shell are just vacuum form plastic. So you don't have a ton of weight there. I might remake the top part out of something even lighter because again, it, it, and I also could make the, the greebly bits kind of the antenna bits really, really lightweight. Uh, you know, they could be 3d printed or they could be foam at that point, because that's not the detail that, you're going to focus on. And then again, with, uh, with BD one, you know, you just go from the ground up, you want them to be lightest at the top. I don't know that expanding uh, one third weight foam is sounding really interesting for uh, maybe using in the head. Uh, that's where a lot of the weight is going. And the other, not downside, but complication is with the servo driven BD. There's like, there's like 12, like, 10 to 12 servos in the head. There's so many things to, to puppet all the pieces. So I'm have to figure out what I want to limit, how I want to, you know, address that. At one point I was thinking of moving the servos into the mouse and then doing uh, cabling up into the head. And that way your main weight source is lower, but there were just too many complications with getting that to snake through it was just more trouble than it's worth right. than putting a, a tiny servo inside or, the head. You know, so. Raimi has this uh, droid that he printed from Rise of Skywalker, D.O. And mm -hmm. the the cone head on that is like, it weighs like nothing. I don't know how he how he printed that. I think I think that was when you had to run to uh, talk to the UPS guy, Stephen, because we, we actually did talk about that. Yeah, it's, there's a special kind of oh. filament called um, lightweight PLA. That I used. I'm, okay. gonna, I'm about to send Darren the link right now. <laughs> yeah, but again, I can, you know, I can make compromises in, I can even make parts of his head foam. It doesn't have to be as rugged as the PLA printed version. And yeah, you're, you start to get into the saving gram by gram as much as possible. Uh, and even if I need to put in uh, some sort of counterweight or something in the base of the chassis to just keep that low like i said i'm not making a hot rod it doesn't need to go 90 miles per hour down you know the street it just needs to not fall over and crush its uh riding occupant because that would be that'd be right. very sad i mean it'd be cool if you made it go like 60 <laughs> but i mean let's, let's move that decimal point uh one to the yeah to the left I mean, let's, and we'll just let's not set the goalposts too close you know what i mean let's let's get that thing out there you know uh, but it's fun. And like you said, you know, still in the R&D phase, that's probably my favorite phase of building. Just I'll take months of just sketching in notebooks and thinking out the ideas, thinking out the solutions. And not that they always work, but it if you think about it an exorbitant amount of time, I found often when you finally get to an execution, you've worked through a lot of the issues already. And then it's just time of printing, time of, you know, testing some ideas but I, that's what I love about the hobby is there's it's a community. Like I'm not alone building this. Like I'm doing the bulk of the work and have the spark of the idea, but you know, Ramey's going to send me a link to filament and I'm going to talk to McMaster about RC control. And, and that's moving outside of my wheelhouse. I've never, I've never done anything that's RC, but I want to learn. And the community is there, you know, in the droid building community to support that, which is really great. That's awesome. I think you're going to be fine, Darren. Usually everything that you develop comes out really, really good. 
So that's the illusion. <laughs> but the complete opposite of how I work. <laughs> Just throw everything. One at thing it. I was gonna say, Stephen. One thing I forgot to mention. I'm not really building, but um, <clears throat> what's his name? Lucas McCoy. Um, like basically signaled saying, "Hey, on on Facebook, I think it was John found it. Um, he had a boba gaffy stick." Mm-hmm. Is it woodchuck? Is it made by woodchuck? Yeah, it's a woodchuck gaffy stick. Yes. Yeah. What's up yeah, with it? So, so it arrived, which, yeah. which oh. is legit, right? So this thing is dope. Right? Woodchuck comes is in, solid. Com- comes across. You know, I can break this down into like three different. He's pieces. so good. Oh wow! The part I'm really excited about because this piece here that, that's supposed to be metal. It, this is obviously going to break if I troop with it or whatnot. It's so thin. Well, that's that's good for so, cons. Um, yeah. Well, because it's wood. So it. Yeah. It's, you can't it's take wood. metal in. Right. Think um, of cons. That's Joe. true. Yeah. That is true. Joe's already like, I'm going to replace this with metal. Well, so I want to be able to have this as an option, but also a metal one. So I'm working okay. with Meganeth 66. Oh, man. And Same. Metalorian, Julio. It, and we're going to go to the shop, and they, they, I already gave him the specs. I was measuring it out today. Make sure you stick lizards up your nose before you guys right. start working right. on it. But it, it, shove it, it, one is, right is up the wood, in there. Is the wood version not strong? Like you think it's going to break? Well, um, what I'm afraid about is like these fins, which are beautiful. These uh, things are going to bust, man. Like it's, it's, it's quarter inch, but it listen, doesn't. Joe's go all on way a different through. plane now. You know what I mean? He's he's. I mean, metal's going to be a, sick. He's on a spice dream. Yeah. He's on a spice quest. He's gone be beyond. To, you actually plan on hitting somebody with that thing? And just, <laughs> just see a TK and go, <laughs> You almost need something at the join line to just take the, to absorb the impact. Either something <laughs> like, not rubber, but just that way it has just enough flex so it's not going to, yeah, because it's going to snap off if enough force is applied to it. Rubber. Remember Revenge of the or Nerds? Or you just don't hit it Roy, the top. Yeah, you're not going to hit anything with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the javelin the, and it was like, wow, wow. The, the, the problem is, Joe, and this isn't a problem, it's it's an awesome problem, but Joe has gone down the path of oh. like metal parts are yeah. metal. Like, he's on the boba I mean, trip right we're, now. I mean, he's on the boba it, trip. It's hard to argue. Yeah. He's got that, he's got an iguana just up all the way up in there so you know what sold me on the metal i I have a little bit of metal on my mando on the gauntlet a little bit of aluminum and it just looks so sharp and and i'm like man if i do this i mean if these characters boba has a ton of it and if i don't do it right it's gonna irk me man it's gonna irk me if your knee darts don't launch just give up (laughs) don't even bother don't even bother. Now if we're you talking. can't shove your knee up there and like smoke. I'm already practicing that move, bro. Comes in. <laughs> practicing the moves. The infamous knee. As someone who has several several all metal blasters, I mean, like I've got I've got the the E11 Sterling that's all metal. It weighs. I can't put it in my holster because it you will can literally take them anywhere. It will you literally pull my armor off. Yeah, you can't take it anywhere. Um, I've got the the Field Marshal, <laughs> which is also have so heavy it weighs my belt down. So, yeah. It, it sounds cool until you try and troop with it, and then you're like, oh, this was a bad idea. Nah, those are display pieces for sure. Yeah, yeah. Some Real quick, I wanted to mention to, to our boy, Nate Potato 78, 
Your box is packed. Oh, it has a label on it. It's just sitting in the back of my truck. <laughs> I just Nate potato go down to FedEx and drop. Sorry, it off. Nate, so I'm still unpacking. Have so. all that. <laughs> I forgot to mention. You have all that stuff I talked about last week. I forgot to mention. I uh, I cast uh, his um, animated Mando today. Dude, I'm telling I'm you, this guy's going to be receiving packages for like the next six months. That's nice. Well, well did you guys see his posts? He's he's like taking these nice posts of everything that yeah. he's getting. I saw the chrome. He started with the chrome tono. He did the echo helmet that he got from Scum and Villainy. He did uh, the tech package that he got yep. from Joe with the glasses, and then the tumbler that he got from I can't remember who made that, but um, super cool that he's doing that. Yeah, so it's really awesome. Second he's sixty-six. Really, yeah, they, they, um, yeah, he's doing a good job describing it. Like, like not just yeah. pictures, but he's going in, he's going all out. He's going Talk about like a dude Honda. who's grateful. He's super he's grateful. Honda supply yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. shout out Nate potato. Good Heads dude. Up, man. Nate, Good dude. Nato potato. Nato potato. Right. But right. yeah, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Steven, we know you're not building anything. Well, so I, you I didn't build anything <laughs> this week, oh. but I did want to do, I wanted to do a special unboxing today because something came in the mail. And oh, uh, before I unbox, before I unbox what's in the box, I want to show you the box. Is that literally what you went and got? So this came in the mail. What? And what? it is from one of our friends, Amber Davidson, also known Ooh, as know Amber underscore CT two three one nine on IG. Let's see it. Ooh. Let's see it, you guys. Can you guys see the go, go, little pictures? Go, go. Of that? Dude, look at the art on that box. Yeah, Echo. Baby, that is baby nice. Echo. Oh, is it all of them? We're all there. Baby Hunter. This is Fragile. Please little crosshair. I like it. Baby Crosshair. Why is Crosshair covered? Well, he's peeking through. What's he's peeking through. What's he's, is that he's John? In, with he's in his sniper long position. Hair? Long, long. Okay, so right. I'll, I'll yeah. post. Uh, okay, all right. Thank you. I'll post Echo. some close-up images of those of those sketches of us, which is, I thought was so cool. Oh, it's um, us. But I'm doing the unboxing right now. Nice. Unboxing and I don't know what's in here, but man, I was excited to receive this. All right, so. Amber. Here we go. And if you want to see the it's unboxing, paper. go watch this on YouTube. Go watch it on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> have yeah. we been uploading oh, YouTube? Should I, should I turn the? Should I turn the? Steven's been too busy. Fragile. Fragile. Or the dad batch. Fragile. Do uh-huh. not bend. Ooh, this is don't bend it, Steven. Heavy. Don't you dare bend that. And you can't eat it. Don't put it in your mouth. Oh. Well, it went to Steven, so we're good. If it went to me, you'd have to warn. Yeah. It's not sushi, so it's good. <gasps> Unboxing AMSR. Yeah. <laughs> Sealed for freshness. Yeah. Apologies to the podcast listeners because they can't see anything. <laughs> It's Guys. just, you know. What is it? What is it? Uh-oh. What is it? Oh, that, what? Wow. What? It is the stained so, glass. glass of our, of glass our logo. It's a, it's a dad right? badge logo made out of stained glass, custom made. That's gorgeous. Incredible. Guys, and on the back it says... Yeah, like- for Stephen, Ramey, Joe, John, and Brian, and it's signed by Amber. Oh, 
Uh, nice. Very sweet. I call dibs. Right, this is, so it's like it's like joint custody, right? We're going to rotate it around. I won it the first week. Yeah, right. every month. <laughs> that is until sick. you guys have to ship it, and you're gonna be like, oh, forget that. I know. How many times can we <laughs> really <laughs> ship glass? Nah, yeah, I don't ship. You're good. Dude. It's all good. So Hang it, it up for what's all cool of is it. it's it's not traditional stained glass that you would like see through. This almost feels like um like the black background kind of feels like um grip tape on a skateboard Ooh. but i saw oh. them make this and this is they like this part right here it's almost like um grout like tile grout oh, and then okay. our stained glass is like embedded into it so oh, it's like it's thick and the stained glass is about that thick but Sweet. it's and you're sure that's you pretty can you're sure well, the, you the yellow parts are like made of sour candy. patch looks like so you can only lick it can. <laughs> so Am- Amber's in the jo- in Joe's live stream right now. Don't. So so she says it's called a panel with grout. Hey, see, yeah, oh, I paid attention. Grout. Oh, okay, grout, a mosaic grout. panel. They're saying, yeah, mosaic. That's really cool. Thank beautiful you. Work. Beautiful work. Tech's live. Beautiful work, Amber. Tech is live. I almost want to just like put live. it behind me. Isn't dude? You obvious? could put it put it yeah. on. Put it like you remember those 1980s rappers. You get a gold chain. <laughs> oh. Like Flavor Flav. Oh. I know what I'm wearing to London. Flavor Flav. In the house. No, but thank you very much. Dude. This was amazing. Beautiful this work. This is amazing. Grout, cool. not Groot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's really all. Good. Oh, and then I have this that came in the mail. This is what I ran downstairs for because it was their third time trying to deliver so this. Nice. And uh, if they didn't deliver it today, it would have went back to Sideshow. But I got my Echo figure, Sideshow. Oh, nice. Echo. Hot toys. Nice. Did you, did you order Hunter as well? Did you order all of them so far? I have all of them. I have all of them pre-ordered, except Crosshair and, and uh, or not Crosshair, uh, Tech. Right, the, except the ones that aren't Record. out, right. Yeah. Right, right. Just don't tell my wife. <laughs> She'll know tomorrow. Don't worry. Oh, she's going to find out. That's okay. She'll or find she out. Listen, that's right. Tell her um, not to listen. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of Echo, we're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay, so I'm going to actually try and. It was a little bit of a light news week in, in one hand, uh, um, and on the other hand, I know we've got a lot of content that we want to get into around. Uh, some of the Bad Batch stuff. So, plus we've got our guests. So I'm going to try and go through this quickly. Um, not a lot of details about this one, but I am hearing that at Celebration, we're going to get a new slate of movie reveals. Um, and specifically, I'm hearing that they've got films, specifically films. So, you follow me, Brian? Because you're always looking for more film content. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Films lined up specifically for 2020, 2025, 2026, and 2027. So, um, 2025 is a long ways away. Just say, go ahead, though. No, right. Well, it'll take, but they haven't started working. So it takes a couple years to it's crank not 40 film, years. So, so it's, you know. it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. And we've got obviously tons of Disney Plus content in the meantime. So, um, hearing that they're, uh, specifically searching for a female lead, um, who's specifically a person of color for the Damon Lindelof project that we've talked about before. So, um, so that here, 
hearing that that's uh, something that they're looking for. Um, moving down the line, some awards ceremony, it's award season. So uh, the Golden Globes, um, and some of this is tangential to Star Wars, but you know, we sometimes we dip into some of the Marvel stuff. So uh, Angela Bassett, congratulations, uh, winning supporting actress for motion picture. Um, that was awesome. And Kihui Kwan, so our, our boy short round from, from Indiana Jones, he won best supporting actor in a motion picture. Um, and Michelle Yao uh, for best actress in a musical or comedy motion picture. Hmm. Moving down the line, uh, Deborah Chow uh, has been nominated for a Directors Guild Award for her work on Obi-Wan. So we keep an eye on that one since that one's near and dear to our hearts. And the Screen Actors Guild has nominated Andor for the best stunt performance ensemble in a television series. So uh, again, uh, those are those last two are, are nominations. So we'll have to keep our ears to the ground and see uh, see how those ones play out. And that is it for the news, the compressed echo news for the week, because our other segments are going to be epic. <laughs> yeah. We hope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. George has this hopeful story, and it's something that he's reiterated most times I've seen him, uh, you know, after we've been making things uh, without him, is remember to make these stories hopeful. Remember to give that to kids because they really need it. All right, guys, here's the meat and potatoes, the main course, which you all waited for. Season two, episode three, The Solitary Clone. Runtime is 30 minutes, directed by Saul Ruiz, written by Amanda Rose Munoz, with a description of the clone's battle against a separatist holdout. I was a little uh, emotional at the end of this. I didn't know what I was feeling. Um, definitely a little bit of sadness. Uh, Did you feel hopeful? Because that's what Filoni just said. Uh, hopeful. Give these kids hope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, no. When it comes to Crosshair after this episode, I think my hope is kind of it's kind of gone after this. But what did you guys think? I'm interested interested to hear. Let's start off with Crosshair. Go ahead. Oh, you put me on. This the is your episode, right man. Now? It's your um, time to shine, Brian. I mean, yeah. I was glad to see him. That was that was uh, super fun. Um, man, he just keeps holding his head in anguish. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, now it's over like, here, huh? Or something in there, like so, something bugging him. I don't know. I mean, it opened up with him like. Uh, uh, I mean. Last two episodes of season one were like that. He's doing it multiple times in this episode. Feels bad I mean, for being a POS. Um, <laughs> you know, wow. Dang. There's that. John, say how uh, you really was, feel, bro. <laughs> Let it out. It was, um, man, <laughs> uh, crosshair pajamas. I definitely would like a pair of those. Uh, but that was, uh, how was that like him with the clones and like, he goes and sits down and they just leave. That was awesome. Uh, like just showing how. Okay. So, so that. Piece. Yeah, go ahead. That bit. If you look at like the yeah. camera angles and everything. So in yeah. season one, when the bad batch is sitting at the cafeteria tables and Omega comes to sit down yep. with them, yep. Yep. The, 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 the blocking, the camera, all of it, it's exact same thing. But in this time around crosshairs, the outlier and it's the opposite. All alone. Right. It's, it's it totally was, that was same. that was so so much of a peril. It's sad. So they're building some kind of conflict. I mean, for so sure. I, I got to ask sorry. you, Brian. 
um, because I know that you're you're starting to build your Imperial Crosshair costume. Is your Imperial costume going to be Imperial pajamas? No. As cool as that would be, no one would know who I am. And they would think I'm just some <laughs> random dude off the street walking he, around with those are the best costumes crosshair. that nobody knows who. Not at celebration, man. Shave your His head. Put that. Pretty cool. I'd put say, that. I, 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 when I saw him in the bed with the vest on, I was like, oh, man, Raimi's going to have to make me a vest too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad My for Raimi. Vest. Another vest to make. <laughs> but I don't know. I looked at it. I was like, whatever. But, man, um. When he rolled in, I mean, it did earlier, but he was like, Commander Cody. I was like, oh, what? And then it just made me go, I honestly, I thought more about Cody. I was like, what's going on with Cody? Like, we know he tried to murk Obi-Wan, so he's here. Looks like he's coming to his senses. Cody's obviously out of the blue. I mean, he still has that chip in there, too. Looks like it's out of the blue. There's something going on. But, but, uh, (laughs) them. Them rolling that gunship, I mean, and then uh, I, I think it was uh, when they were going, when they were fighting the assassin droids going up that stairway and he was throwing the little discs. It was pretty funny because uh, Luke left Coast Avenger, who was on here with y'all when you watch the, uh, the opening. He goes, do you have those little discs on your costume? And I was like, bro, do you even Star Wars? Like, <laughs> was sending him pictures of the back of my costume. I'm like, he did it like three times, like twice in Bad Batch and like once. This He was like, I watched Super Late at Night, man. I don't know. I was tired. This was a good showing of that, though. I felt like they really showcased oh. that that feature of his with the, with yeah, the little yeah, mirrors. When he was with, so good. Yeah, when he was with Cody and he was like, how far do I throw it? And he's like, as far as you can. And yeah. he just chucked it out there. And it was and like, it was like he was yeah. he was waiting for it to spin to just the right position and just shot it. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. It was so good. super awesome. Um, I'm honestly kind of in shock now that you guys are kind of telling me I'm not really going to be able to bring Fire Puncher to London. But <laughs> we'll figure it out. Maybe if, kinda, we each, really just- maybe if we each bring one piece, we individually won't get in trouble for it because it won't be a complete rifle anymore. So like oh, one of us will bring half the barrel. This might like actually that. be our solution. Oh, I like. You know we have a idea. home that we're renting. Could ship it. Ship it over Could there. Ship it? Or I ship just don't know who's going to receive it. You know, but Bespin Bricks. Oh yeah, oh. the homie. Yeah, yeah. Out in, he's out there. Or Cal. Ship it. Our Sabers Cal was also around. Somebody. Yeah. Just don't use FedEx because we know what happened last time with Fire Puncher. No, no, that was UPS. Oh, okay, then don't use UPS. Use FedEx. Um, but yeah, uh, episode was amazing. It was super cool to see Crosshair. Uh, the there is definitely, I mean, he did kill that super awesome character, and her outfit was cool. Yeah, the governor <laughs> that was like super savage, which isn't very hopeful to what Dave Filoni's thing was. So that was a little fun kids show, man. But it's he is distraught. And he is torn, and you can see it in him. He stayed on that platform for 32 rotations. Dude, 32 until they picked him up. What did he eat? What did he eat? Yeah, who knows? Maybe he didn't eat. He didn't eat. Fish? Nothing. uh, Cast away and was like, as much as it rains, you can survive on just water. Was Fire Puncher like Wilson? And we just talking to Fire Puncher. (laughs) 
He's got Did a he blood stain on his helmet. And it's just sitting there and he's talking to it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I like the light on Fire Puncher too. That's like a little bit of a new thing. It might have been in season one. I'm not sure. But it was awesome. Crosshair sick. He's a complete a hole right now. Uh, we'll see if he comes around. I have a feeling you're just going to kill him, and the bad bitch is going to go on their own way. But maybe if they get that chip out and they they free him up, we'll see what happens. John, go ahead. Here we go. Oh, brother. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about the chip because we know that was that's been gone a while. We, we saw Crosshair's true colors again. He's just a bad dude. Be your true colors. <laughs> uh, I like I seeing Cody and also learning at towards the end that uh, he had gone AWOL, which is kind of, you know, because it, it, it's kind of a bummer. Because this is the first time I feel like also that you were, you know, when they were on that planet and those battle droids were coming out, it's like, it's the first time I was rooting for the battle droids rather than the clones, you know? And it, and it felt really weird. Roger, Roger. If it, it, you know, I was like, this feels wrong almost. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, From a certain point of view. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and it was cool because they just came out guns ablaze and shot that ship down. And they're like, no survivors. You know, I'm like, well, obviously Crosshair and Cody have to. Yeah, but there were a few, you know, I thought it'd just be them two just, you know, blasting their way out. But it was it was cool to see them lead lead everyone in and and they basically took over. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just happy to see Cody back and uh, his new colors are are really cool. I'm digging, digging the. It's Camino security, right? Pretty much. Well, no, it's actually it's his colors just switched to it's gray. It's him, just yeah, right? just like monotone or whatever. Gray. Grayed out, grayed out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, crosshair. He's getting like migraines and stuff. I'm sure with the chipping removed yeah, weird. And, and the damage he had weird. From, from the blast. You know, the like combination of those two things. Or the other guys. Uh, yeah, but he keeps getting like. He's doing this. He's not like this. Ah, my the side of my head. No, he's like, you know, like when you have a headache or like a migraine type of thing. He's probably just feels like a huge a hole. And uh, you, what are you a doctor? Yeah. Well, what in in Star Wars in, in something that's not real and in space? Yeah, I could be, I guess. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's what does it probably, say? What does it say about needing a chip if Cody can leave? With a chip in his head, mm-hmm. so it's really just down to this person. The, it, it's, yeah. yeah, the chip never had anything to do with it. He, he's just a jerk, and and we've been saying that L- since L- the beginning. Listen, listen, listen. Which is unfortunate. Listen, they they just came out and said Cody went AWOL and didn't show anything. I, I need some clarity on Cody too. Well, yeah, like they better there better be some more on but Cody, so, not just like, oh the, he went AWOL. So here, he probably gone. hit up I mean, Rex. Or so think of. Think, think about what it takes to make that decision to just leave. That didn't happen from this one operation. He's been thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, it's, it's been brewing on him. It's been sticking with him. And this final mission is what set him over the top. So when you decide to right. do AWOL, which is super drastic, it happens in the military. People would walk off the base in Afghanistan and just start walking. Guess what? They get caught by the Taliban, you know, stupid. But anyways, 
it doesn't just happen from one thing. It, it's it, it builds and builds and builds, and then and then you end up leaving. So when he's when he's talking to 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 um, to Crosshair, looking at that wall, he he's talking about the clones, but he's also talking about himself, who are yeah. starting to second guess. I was going to say yeah. he, he brought so, it up. He was feeling so, Crosshair out. And, yeah. So and he has his chip, and he has his chip, and he's Crosshair. able to walk off the, the job. He's so conflicted. So crosshair, so, but John, but the difference is, but the crosshair difference is, look at those two guys. Crosshairs before before sixty six. Crosshair had a certain disposition, and Cody had a certain disposition. Two different individuals. One is an a hole, and one is Cody. Right, right. right. But so if that's playing into it, if Cody, who is a straight shooter, good dude, if the chip was able to overpower him, obviously the chip would be able to overpower. I assume an a hole like like. Uh, crosshair worst case scenario let's just play devil's advocate and say the chip is still in there it doesn't really matter because uh-huh. look a, a, a dude like cody was able to i don't know Multiple override the, the command they, or, they, or, they established or, or yeah, whatever so, yeah well, also or over it time just, it might have just been the command which was do it order 66 boom and then done and then they're kind of back to normal type yeah. of thing you know that's so, so, that's what i was gonna say like we don't yeah. We we don't even really Cody know what is what is it that the chip does specifically, and what is it that Order sixty six actually entailed? Because we even saw our Wilco in the last episode, like if, if the chip and Order yeah. sixty, he would if the chip in Order sixty six says, well, you just have to do everything that you're told and follow orders. Wilco wouldn't have disobeyed an, basically a direct order to falsify the report, and so like so I think we're starting it. to see the just it's just Jedi the morals individual yeah so at that point what mm, else is co- like we don't know co- what co- order 66 actually said and we don't know what the chip specifically does or doesn't do and so right. cody did not necessarily try to murk obi-wan and then just go back to being a clone he's obviously working for the empire and doing their bidding right but he thinks they're doing good he got served a mission they all do they're just right, following but orders. It, it, they're from just a certain point of view you know, it looks like they're li- oh. <laughs> they're, li- <laughs> but from a certain point of view, it looks like they're liberating certain nations from separatists. Um, like you know, they were saying like, "Oh, we're here to be peaceful and stuff, and and supply, you know, and whatever, like, you know, have things in order." And they're like, "Well, we don't want." I to have a feeling. Change. Yeah, I have a feeling Crosshair is going to get killed before anything's ever answered. <laughs> you know what, though, too. Also, like, did they did they hook Cody up like they did Crosshair and and juice him up even more? No, you know, like amplify that chip. They they turned up the volume with Crosshair, like because you remember they were on Camino. They're like, "Hey, how's he yeah. looking?" And like, he the chip's working. Well, give him more. That's what that was t- from Tarkin. Tarkin's like juice this guy. And <laughs> that's true, dude. You, so you have you have the original disposition of Crosshair, which is just kind of being a douche already, and then putting a chip and amplifying it. He's basically on steroids. Like that thing is out of amped. control. So. Yeah. Out of control, jerk, savage. The debate. The debate goes on. Darren, well, no. what do you think of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I was looking up Order sixty six because I was remembering that like Order sixty five is kill the, the emperor, Senate, right? Uh, like the majority of the Senate says the emperor, like or the or the, the supreme chancellor is, you know, out, and then the controlled. It's it's all about control. It's like control diverts to the republic or to the to the senate 
and Order 66 is basically in the contingency of the Jedi not being, you know, trustworthy, a little bit bigger than that, you know, then power of the Galactic Army defaults to the Supreme Chancellor. Yeah, I thought Order 66 was that it was like a contingency plan that the Jedi it's one of 150 yeah, the, orders the, the, like the Jedi it, have committed like super specific com- committed. the Jedi have committed treason against the Republic and they are to be like to eliminate right. all the Jedi yeah yeah that's it yeah so I'm in I'm in camp it it triggers that and they enact that order which is remove all Jedi with lethal force and then default back to who they are I think the, the really interesting part of this episode is Crosshair's go-to line, you know, is the good soldiers follow orders. But what if the orders aren't good orders? Like they used to Ooh. they used to be serving with Jedi. Jedi were the one giving the orders. Jedi have a moral code and a compass. Now we have Imperials giving orders, which is why, you know, that clone was like, I can't falsify a document. You know, that's not a good order. And so you see Crosshair and you see the other clones are now like, yeah, we we follow orders. We we are soldiers, but our command structure has completely flipped. Like we don't really trust them anymore. And I think it was really interesting that they use Cody because, you know, I mean, the Clone Wars show obviously came out after the movie. So we know we know Cody's path. We know. He's the one who's going to shoot Obi-Wan. We know all that is going to happen. And so he almost needs redemption in a way, you know, like uh, like to back in, in his good graces. So it was really cool seeing the two of them. It felt like a classic Clone Wars totally. episode. Yeah. And, yeah. and I know what you mean, you know, John, when you're saying like, I'm rooting for the Clankers, but I was rooting for the clones. Yeah. Like, I, I know they're in the wrong, <laughs> but it's so easy to slip back into that. And I, I, so I feel like, I feel like that was done on purpose to put the audience in the camp of cheering for Crosshair again. Cause yeah, he's like, he's definitely but made he, a lot of bad choices. But he went and killed and, and the governor. You know, like straight up murdered her. He, he did. Like, he, it was, I mean, yeah. Anakin we can't be rooting a lot for that. Too. Sure. But, you know, ultimately, <laughs> we're not rooting gentle. for that. He's we're like, rooting for made it quick. the liberation made and the freedom of these. Yeah places you know she didn't feel anything well in a way we don't know who also, she is she could be a super bad person we know she well, was I mean, kind of a it's implied that she is yeah. like, she was like a tyrant good. like I don't <laughs> well but it's also just saying it's telling she had a r- bunch of droids of, of slaves sorry <laughs> Dang. Well, well it's like she it's like you can't go back is what it's really saying it's like we it's like oh it's like the old days you know we're, we're fighting side by side but you I mean the colors little been drained from them he didn't recognize Cody when he first saw him. Like that almost never happens when a clone doesn't recognize another clone. Now, I mean, you could say everything you want about heads up displays and, you know, command prompts and HUDs and all that. But so, yeah, it was it was a fun episode. And it was I love how the description is so misleading. It's like the clones attack, not the clones that are the lead protagonists of the show, right. but other clones. <laughs> uh, and, and we saw every, all these little things, like I said about, it's not like mm-hmm. it was, I mean, yeah. Oh, hit him with the popper. That doesn't work. You have to change tactics. Like it's the galaxy has changed. We're not in the clone wars. I mean, they even, even Cody talks about, 
let's not start another war because the clone wars are over Mm -hmm. and it and i like i mean yeah kid show you know all of that but but (laughs) really it's hope Hope, (laughs) baloney but it's focusing on what happens after a war to its soldier populace and that happens in every war and that's a really interesting take to focus on so yeah it's i don't know i don't i think if if crosshair does die it will probably be in a sacrificial way like where he will sacrifice himself for something i don't see him dying in in any other way besides that redeeming way but it's i mean i mean are we do we know anything about season two it or are they going to keep rolling do we have no idea i haven't i haven't heard how how long is the story going to go I would like to point out what you just said about how they took the color out of Cody. And then it was funny when Crosshair was talking to, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. uh, Rampart. The general guy. And he was like, Rampart. Rampart. And he was like, and he was like, Commander Cody. And the guy was all, what? And he was like, CC. I I don't know Cody's number. Right. The Imperials only use his, yeah. The number. Yep. Yeah. I expect, Rampart, I almost feel is like going to turn into callous for some reason every time i see him i expect him to be like a callous <laughs> origin story which i'm personally yeah. okay with i know it's a different character i know it's not what's going to happen yeah, yeah, but totally. it's very much the same role that callous had i but could Kallus, see rampart he, he, saving his own skin <laughs> like he's done yeah. already yeah th- yeah that makes more turns, sense yeah. for sure he's a bad dude um yeah. i i think i think my favorite part of the episode was when cody tells crosshair good soldiers follow orders right and then as he's like walking by crosshair's just like mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay but um for me i think the 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 bombshell moment of this episode and i, I mean if you really like think about it it's something we already you know knew but um governor ames when she's being held hostage and Cody and, and, and Crosshair are there trying to free the Imperial dude. Governor Ames says that her colleague, Mina Bonteri and her put forth peace orders to the Senate and they were rejected by Palpatine. And then at that point you just see Cody like put his gun down and he's like, what? And everything just start for him. Everything just starts clicking. I mean, to the point where he took his helmet off, put his gun down. I mean, who, you know, I, for me, that was just a bombshell moment. I think that was the moment, like you said, that Cody made the choice. I mean, yeah. Like, like it was leading up to that. Like tech was saying, you know, everything leading up to that. And then that was just the, the linchpin that, that made him. Tipping point. What's Cody been doing though? How long's it been? Months. What's he been doing? Just hanging out, just waiting. At least thirty cycles. He's been doing I don't missions know how much longer, but yeah. he's been he's he's been doing the bidding of the empire, working. It was, and it's and nice I think and Cody I think because we think know each, his name. Yeah, each iteration, each mission that Cody was doing, it was starting to get with him. I mean, it's starting to hit him. I, I, I we have to assume, and that so this he was doing, he was doing some bad stuff previously because I didn't. Oh, have obviously, him doing good stuff. Well, he, yeah, he didn't shot him. Like, They're all guilty. Kids. <laughs> yeah. They're all guilty of doing something wrong, but they didn't even know. They're just following orders. They're just Except they were bred to follow orders. 
Crosshair is just a mean. <laughs> what do you guys think of the Jerk. almost the end shot? Not not the end on Coruscant, but where the clones, the mission's over, and the clones are getting in their ship, and the stormtroopers are coming out of their ship, and you that really was... feel this changing of the guard the switch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was a really interesting. And they're still kind of prototype stormtroopers, like they're still. Oh, a it's so cool seeing a Macquarie yeah. stormtrooper yeah. holding a clone rifle, a DC fifteen. I'm like, yes. Yeah. They don't even not well, acknowledge it's got each the, other. It's got a little charge pack on yeah. the side. Like it's morphing into the yeah. E11. Yeah, they don't even acknowledge each other. Um, nope. They, obviously, they don't sit with each other. They don't acknowledge each other. <laughs> it's like they probably know and have been briefed on what's going to Yeah, happen. the clones were talking know. about it in the mess hall in the beginning. The, uh, the uh, yeah. what did they call it? The... Um, protection bill or something like that commentary. let's hope it doesn't pass yeah yeah, yeah something yeah, yeah. oh yeah it, it's like a recruitment yeah. it's like we're gonna start recruiting right. stormtroopers and and change over more to uh, the defense based. recruitment uh, bill or not non-clone yeah. yeah 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 i mean every bill in the senate i've voted for has been great so i don't see how this could possibly <laughs> be bad for the uh, galactic this is different it's felonious. So it's oh, and then good. I will say I I tried translating a lot of the Arabesh on that wall that the clones were looking at. You did from what I could translate, most of it was gibberish. Yeah, it's too hard, right? Yeah, all blended in. And- I mean, it doesn't look like numbers because I was expecting it to be all clone numbers, like from right. the falling of the there was of the war. Like the, but- the 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 clearest word I could make out was A Q I G H O O A, like. And that was like dead center in the screen. So <laughs> interesting. Ramy, what'd you think? I thought it was really, really good. I, I so I I felt like pretty much every conversation that Cody had with Crosshair, he was sort of feeling him out. Like he was thinking about this the entire time. And he was trying to see based on what Crosshair would say if he had if he was having similar thoughts. And clearly, every step of the way, Crosshair's kind of response was was sending no. back no. Right. Um, so, you know, and I, I think uh, again, we talked about like just some of the 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 parallels that they intentionally drew, whether it was just in the dialogue or in the filming, you know, the camera angles and stuff, just trying to show the the similarities between Crosshair's experience now and, like, for example, what Omega had to deal with at the beginning of of season one. Um, what else the uh i i thought just cody and crosshair make a good team and that sequence with mm-hmm. where they're coming <laughs> up the stairwell and he's throwing i know we talked about it earlier but where he's throwing the pucks uh, that i feel like that was the best uh example of of that ability with crosshair that we've seen yet because that was just well well done dude that shot down the separatist tank yeah so oh yeah, yeah down the and you could tell like the minute the minute they showed Crosshair kind of looking at the front of the tank, I knew he's like, "Oh, he's just waiting for that thing to be looking straight at him." And it's it just you know it got to that point and boom, instant. So, so I know there's always been like right when the Bad Batch force first kind of talked about those debate between the Bad Batch and RCs, who's better, blah blah blah. I don't think it's really a competition. The Bad Batch are the Bad Batch. They were they were they were made a specific way and they were trained a specific way and they're specialists by by the way they were created right they weren't trained to be that way they were created that way and that's why there's a team and of all these custom random dudes 
and not like a bunch of random RCs running around because all the RCs are essentially the same, but the Bad Batch are all unique. Uniquely like designed with traits to do. Yeah, there isn't two of any of them. We saw Crosshair. Well, and I don't, had we ever been, had we ever really heard all of their CT numbers before? No, no, we have, we don't have text, but we know, but we know that, but I'm assuming that if nine, nine is in the number that they've got sequential numbers, right? So for example, Hunter's one, so-and-so. So So it's probably like Hunter's one. Yeah. Nine, nine, zero. Boba's what? Zero. Yeah. Nine, nine, oh, four. Would Boba be zero? Hunter's one, Crosshair's four. So yeah. Echo, or sorry, tech and wrecker. Tech, you can take two. two I'll take three. three. Two and three. <laughs> I'll take two. Here we go. Hey, Filoni, we already gave him a number. Uh, tech is number two. CT. I'll be two. Uh, wrecker nine, is number nine, three. Zero, one. Just made it official. Okay. There we go. We should get those tattooed. So let it be. And I noticed. I noticed, and and somebody said this in the in the chat on on Joe's live stream. But as we are seeing the color being removed from the other clones that that had color before, we're seeing color being added onto the Bad Batch costumes. Mm-hmm. So they're Great. definitely trying to definitely trying to draw that. Like I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, Star Wars doesn't do anything intentionally. That, just, <laughs> that has to be happenstance. That that's a happens. coincidence. Well, they right? live in Lord of the Batch out there on the island. So mm-hmm. yeah, a little, you know. Yeah, and I'm also I'm also like we need a an episode of Crosshair in normal daylight because trying to get sc- good screenshots of him it's like black on black I don't know how we're, it was a lot of Photoshop so work, dark he's it's a bit all, of a challenge it was such a dark episode it was such a dark it's episode the whole black. thing's at night and it was also yeah, emotionally dark <laughs> yeah we need, then, to insert, we need that that dude the meme the the emotional damage guy <laughs> we need that guy yeah. oh I will say though the sound so i i actually listened i watched the episode on my iphone um the sound design of this episode because everything visually was muted and dark i i felt like the audio was like amped up a little bit for this episode because the sound design to me stuck out way differently than any of the other episodes when the sound of crosshair shot going down the barrel it was like a thunk and then um just the alarm that wakes him up uh from sleeping mm-hmm. was it, if you guys don't watch this with headphones i mean you go back and watch it because the sound design of yeah. this episode it was amazing and did you notice he wakes up the second time he wakes up a second before the alarm goes off like so in the beginning of the episode the alarm wakes him up but the second time he wakes up and then the alarm goes off and he ch- shuts it off or whatever. Couldn't which, sleep. Which is, and he's holding his head both times. He's, he's got a massive yeah, headache. So it's weird. I, it's weird. His head I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Brian a solid here. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think, <laughs> I think I'm in team Brian now. I think, I think the chip's still in there. Nope. Everybody's looking at me like, what are you talking about? I think, I think I'm with Brian now. Nope. I'm really happy that Raimi's on board. Um, I will I, I will <laughs> say something about the color. You're talking about the color, how like crosshair is always in the dark too. As builders, I think this is a good lesson for a lot of people that look at these colors and look at things in animation. Animated black always looks gray or other colors, or it's never black because it can't be black. Because if it's black, 
There's no contrast. There's no anything. Right. And They'll add like a little bit of staring at a screenshot right grayish. now. Always. Always. Um, Unless it's I, Batman I, the Animated I, Series. And then you start with black and you build That's it. DC <laughs> and DC is trash. So let's not even go there. Yeah, but, but Batman um, only works in black and sometimes very, very dark gray. So Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I only wear black. Sometimes very, very dark gray. Um, I'm actually staring at a screenshot right now of Crosshair talking to Rampart and there's light on him and his undersuit is that black and they can't make his well, armor black because then he would just look Since like we're ninja. talking about um, costumes already, how about... Why did you make me do this? I guess you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? My father... Ego toilet on my hands. Oh my God. Urine is oh 35 God. degrees Celsius. Oh staves God. off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, fathers. So, John, for this week's Hunter's hard drive, what are you, what's on the hard drive this week? Oh, well, no. I mean, nothing's on the hard drive in terms of uh, uh, something I've watched that's not out of Star Wars, but I wanted to talk about... I wanted to talk about differences that people have seen in their respective costumes that have changed oh, from cool. season one to season two. Um, but yeah, uh, so if uh, whoever would like to uh, share their differences, uh, I, I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, I guess I'll start with Joe. Have you noticed much? So many changes. So what's crazy is the details and the the just the difference from the, from two years ago when season one came out till, till now um, the gauntlet, like one of his gauntlets, he's tech has this unique thing where the gauntlets are different. Uh, one of them specifically is much bigger and goes completely all the way around the forearm. Um, in season one, there's like four buttons. And I remember doing the costume and eventually getting the CRL for it. Those buttons don't touch this metal protruding piece. Now they do. Right. And, um, and so little tiny things like that. And there's another portion that's sunken, but it looks like it's raised only on one side. I can go on and on with the details that I'm seeing and I'm trying to verify it by fast forwarding like, you know, 10 minutes later when the character, when tech appears again, waiting for him to rotate and then zooming in and seeing the same like protrusions. I'm looking for things that are consistent because I don't know if people realize those that don't make costumes, the animation bends funny like things that should be solid like will bend like it's made out of rubber and and it shouldn't right it's it's just kind of wonky that way and so i don't know if it's a distortion if it's shadows so i need to look at it several times so yeah tech was in there and all our, all our characters mainly the main four were in there or five rather if you include omega we were in there a lot for for episode one and two I need to see episode three and four to kind of validate if that makes sense. Cause I don't want to start printing right away. I, I there's the, the things I'm looking at are, the gonna things go back I'm looking at are so copies. minor. <laughs> um, it, it's nothing major, but I will say the things that do look like I can probably start cutting. Um, tech has what appears to be a diaper around his blue jeans, you know? So um, Colin and blue jeans are not really blue jeans, but there's some, uh, there's some, there's some slits on the on the back near the cheeks that I may have to slice, and um, I don't really want to reprint it. And I'm fine with dremeling because I'm pretty good at it. 
And if I screw it up, I'll just print the thing again, whatever. I'll modify it. So I think I'm going to start dremeling probably this weekend. I need to see what my weekend looks like. But I'm ready to start doing some cutting around the diaper area, also known as the butt and crutch. And then I need to figure out if under the vest, because you know we all have these really cool vests, is the belly, is there actually ab armor? I'm thinking it's kind of soft-ish, not not material like a shirt yeah. and not quite solid armor, but I mean, I don't know what it is. It's like a, uh, like, so are you thinking you know, that the, it's like, that piece that goes all the way down to his crotch too, Joe? I, I think it's different from the crotch because the crotch I think is actually like hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that part is, is, is solid. That didn't come out right. <laughs> that part is solid armor, but I think extending above the belt underneath the vest may not be as solid. I just The painting looks different. Um, the strokes of the paint and, and the, the artist, whoever, it's funky. It's funky. Do you think it could possibly be like a leather piece like Din Djarin? I know what you're talking about. Um, sort of where, where oh. he would have uh, the cummerbund. That that unique piece, uh-huh. that's almost rubberish in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, could possibly. Be. I think I need another episode. I, I'm going to need several, and and some of those things are just too risky to start printing quickly, right? So, but yeah. Yeah. Well, right on. Thank you, Joe. Uh, uh, Steven, have you noticed any changes um, <laughs> to tons your tons of changes on tons of changes on Wrecker? Lots of stuff, lots of hard armor that I get to cut up. Um, there's, mm-hmm. I've, I've been pouring over the screenshots in the folder that Remy um, set up for anyone to come visit these screenshots and oh, check yeah. out. Um, but a lot if of the, you would the, like the, to see those screenshots, you just join our, our Facebook group, our Bad Batch build group, and uh, all those photos and stuff is there. So, but yeah, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Um, I mean, for the most part, the changes to the season one armor are pretty straightforward. It's the season two new pieces that I'm having the most trepidation with. Um, At first, I thought that the three pauldrons that he has on his shoulder. uh, At first, I thought the the under layer one, the the yellow one, I think it was, was like a soft leather. But. Thanks to those screenshots, it's the same thickness, um, and as as the other armor parts. So it leads me to believe that it's it's a hard armor piece. So it's like, uh, how do I know what that looks like underneath, in between the onion layers? Um, um, he's got a new ab piece, which I I think so it's I, his ab piece. I think is is hard armor. Um, well, I'm super, super excited for his new, um, uh, it looks like a Din Djarin, uh, hip plate, but the hip plate has like this leather holster that holds on his blaster. I'm so excited for that mm-hmm. piece. Yeah. And it's, it's just on that one side. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, super stoked. Um, and then thanks to those screenshots, I have seen so many intricacies to his, undersuit which i am not looking forward to there's like pleating behind the knee uh there's so many layers there's pleating like everywhere that's hidden 
It's not fun. Um, it's so in yeah. in, in, I, in the Mandalorian, Paz Vizsla has like an under or has like a suit that's between his flight suit and the armor, and it's got like this quilting on the legs. I think I yeah. think that's what they were going for with Wrecker on that. It's very much the same aesthetic. So, um, I it's mean, like I'm an like, insulation. Like, yeah, like tech. I'm 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 looking forward to more episodes that we can see. Um, thankfully, the first two episodes were kind of like in daylight, uh, so that's a good starting point. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I know we talked a bit, a little bit about it in the last episode, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was the last episode we, we talked, um, about the two different animation styles. Um, Mm -hmm. because there are some screenshots where the weathering changes and it's frustrating me a little bit. Um, because like there's, there's very particular, uh, weathering strokes on Wrecker's helmet that seemed to change from scene to scene. Um, mm. And as a perfectionist, uh, it's, it's got me a little confused on how to move forward on that. Um, Just do what Joe's doing. Wait for some consistency to throughout a couple episodes and go with whatever's the most. Yeah. Consistent. That's animated. I mean, I wish, what are they going to say? Just, I, I wish they would just release the, uh, the cosplay Command. Command Command Center. that they did for season one. Yeah. Like for season one, yeah. Well, that was an article yeah. from Plunkett, the, the artist awesome. who made it specifically for cosplayers. Like, if you read the article, it was like made for cosplayers. Yeah, yeah. That was a rare thing. They normally don't do that. Like, they don't. Yeah. That was the first time they'd um, ever done it, right? We're going to have to Huge go deal. to Lucasfilm and bend some arms and twist <laughs> request some, it. Yeah. Twist, twist some arms there. Um, and, and, uh, in this segment, I know that Darren doesn't have a Bad Batch costume, but I would just like to put out there my official request to Dr. Sci-Fi to build a AZ puppet uh, AZ. for the batch. <laughs> hey, now, there you go. Yeah. little flo- Oh, just a floating droid. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> got to be so easy. <laughs> Super. You well, I will this. say I know a lot of uh, Jedi Fallen Order cosplayers who are really excited for Jedi Survivor, which is coming out in about 65 days at the time of this recording. And so they are also scrambling for Cal's new look. I don't think BD-1 is changing very much. He's one of those characters. And with most droids, they don't really change because if they change, like the color change, that's a different droid. Mm. That's right. They can't really get away (laughs) with too much adjustment. Uh, but if there are any adjustments, I might uh, modify my BD to have the Jedi Survivor look. Because I think it's about four-ish years later. It's supposed to line up with Kenobi. Time. You know what I'm, what I'm really That's excited, what, uh, um, Darren? Adjusted. And I know you've probably seen it, but the uh, the designer, the illustrator for BD, um, he's posted on his Instagram all the different attachment packs that should have gone on BD in the game, but they just never were utilized i wonder if they're gonna incorporate that in part two somehow it's gonna be interesting because i know in the in the first game you had you know basically just skins different colors that you could add and unlock throughout the game and i know there are some that are with the uh, premium version of the new game where bd looks different completely like different head sculpt uh, more you know kind of heavy duty hardware mode and things like that so uh, i guess that's probably just they're advancing that system of customization where 
the mod, the base model can also change throughout the game instead of just a skin change. Uh, but yeah, but, but when you, we're talking about um, the rubberization <laughs> of characters, there's like the intro where BD meets Cal and he literally walks up his leg and his arm, his feet claws like turn 90 degrees and grasp his <laughs> leg, which it cannot do that. He cannot turn that way. <laughs> and it is very obvious. That's how metal works. The, the wiring model. Yeah, it's it's the it's the game model doing what it's supposed to be doing and the outer shell trying to compensate as best it can, but in failing. Right. Uh, but, you know, apparently I really like building things that never existed in real life, as you guys know, and it's really fun to, to overcome those challenges. Right on. All right. Well, thank you for that, Darren. Um, let's see. We got Echo and Crosshair left. What? Who wants to... I guess let's go with Echo because we know Crosshairs is the same as uh, season one, essentially. It's black. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And plus, well, we you still have spent a lot of time, Brian, saying it's not black. <laughs> it's it's animated black. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's gray. It I gray. guess right. Check. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what they didn't touch on Echo. As, <laughs> so as far as armor components are concerned, so so his his uh, okay. So the helmet's the same helmet, different paint job. Um, and I love the asymmetry that's like it's in the paint job on, on Echo. I, I got to look at some of the other characters, but like there's no there's no similarity between the left and the right sides of anybody. Like it's all different, which like even the paint job on a on a helmet, Echo's helmet's different on one side than the other. Um, helmet's the same armor. The chest and back are the same pieces. However, they've got the weld marks on them now. So I'm not sure what I'm not sure if we're going to ever get the story behind that, but but it's got like the Captain Rex style weld marks. The shoulder bells are the same, except now there's two on each side with asymmetrical paint jobs. Um, no bicep at all. His arm his his the screwdriver arm, same exact identical piece. Um, no difference in paint or anything on that one. That stayed I, that stayed the same. Um, the other arm, no bicep at all. And his forearms got a new paint job. Hand plate's the same different. All the soft goods are completely different. His thigh armor, uh, it, it's just cut. It's, so it's just front plates. There's nothing on the back. And I did get a couple shots where I could tell that there's nothing hiding back there. Like I know some of the other guys have just like a little piece on the back of their thighs, but um, Echo doesn't. It's just soft good pants. But then the front armor, the knees had the weird little discs on the side taken off. And then his shins are completely different. Um, they're not the same because the notches on... Uh, for like the knee piece, like the shins had a notch cut out in them in season one. Now that's not there. The shins are also asymmetrical. One's taller than the other. And then at the bottom, it almost looks like the leather that's on the bottom of Din Djarin's, um one one leg. So I, there's just so many layers. I, the, I was going to send Steven a sound clip when I was going to have him play it of like uh, Shrek doing the whole onion or ogres or like onions with the layers thing. And they've got, yeah. they've got the layers like just, I mean, <laughs> the undersuits are so detailed and then, you know, we see different configurations of the armor on top of it. And, you know, sometimes they've got the chest armor on, sometimes they don't. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of different configurations. So it'll be interesting to see what all the cosplayers do with all of this, because some people might just do all the soft goods and run around like that. I, I, I want to see somebody do. It's open I want to, to see so somebody do crosshairs pajamas. There. I'm curious to know if crosshairs got that. Is, is that his undersuit? Is that what he's wearing under the armor? That's or what is I think. That yeah. Literally his like loungewear or something. 
it's probably I think it both. is too. I think it's, it's the undersuit. Too baggy. It's way too baggy. I don't think it's his undersuit. I don't know. And he's got like dress it shoes is. on. It's like, like Dooku PJs. No, he wears uh, pink. It's like Dooku's jammies. Uh, boots with pink. Yeah. Why can't you build the C- Yeah, jam. build the CRL for Dooku right. and for uh, Crosshair Jam. Come on, man. For Crosshair Pajamas. Crosshair pajamas. Crosshair there you go, right? Pajamas. And that, so Brian's going to be the one member that can actually be in the 501st with season two costumes because the rest of us are going to be Do it. considered good guys. Right? Yeah, you can't right. be Rebel Legion. That's right. Oh, right on. Dude, right. Brian, yeah, yeah. you will be able to make a, a you'll be able to make a clone costume for less than $100. Just make his pajamas and you're done. Do it. For real. Cheapest clone ever. Do it. <laughs> Nick made, you know Nick made Dooku's jammies for like right, 60 maybe? bucks. <laughs> you know it's going to fall on your shoulders. I, if, right, if you submit it, I'll make it. <laughs> I mean, I could literally buy like just a basic gray pajama set and then you just make the like vest. Done. Done. <laughs> done. done. Dress right shoes. On. Done. All right. All right, well, Clone Trooper Natasha is going to be like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> CTD. <laughs> CT. Back not, of the not a real thing. All right. Thank you for that, Ramey. Um, and I haven't really talked about my differences. Uh, I just noticed he's got these like leather pauldron things going down. Uh, or not pauldrons, but I guess like whatever, like hip, hip, hip armor. Kind of like what. Uh, Echo has, but not quite the same shape, and they're uh, not matching, are they? His thighs—they're yeah, not little like things. it's all different. Uh, no, well, the th- the the front are just cut up thighs that are the same. Oh, you're talking about yeah. the leather, the yeah. leather looking ones? Uh, those are—they look oh. like they're the same. Those look like they're the same on both sides. Um, but yeah, like uh, his on I on his shin, are... he's got armor, but on his calf, he doesn't for his right leg, stuff like that. What, Brian? You guys are so in a spot where you're open to interpretation and it's animated. So you have to just kind of, I think it's more about just making it look like what it is and not if it's leather. I'm with Brian on this. Whatever. You know, it's like you just kind of. I I just said leather because it looks like leather, but I I don't necessarily have to make it leather. 100%. 100%. I mean, if you can make it look good with leather, then cool, and it's more comfortable and move around. But I think, no, but I, I think I, I, I'd like rather not. Right? right. Like, yeah, I just think it's it's too hard. I mean, these guys look like they just came out of Lord of the Flies. Like, it's like, it, it's, <laughs> they've been on an island, like, playing Hunger Games. So I don't know. <laughs> what, what are you going to do? You know? Eating crab legs. Yeah. Eating right, crab well. legs. Yeah. <laughs> That concludes this week's Hunter's Hard Drive. So thank you for that, gentlemen. Oh, actually, I wanted to say one thing about Cody. Did you guys see Cody yep. with Hunter's knife? Like, what the yeah. heck is that? They're giving those out like candy now. Right? Yeah. right? So did Hunter yeah, give that to one. Cody or something? Or? Either he took it from season one somehow, which I doubt. I doubt. Or it looks like that's like a standard issue clone knife I guess, that he yeah, just happens issue, to have. Just not used commonly. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel right. less special now, John? Or? No, because it's only, you know, <laughs> so far it's only three badasses that have knives like that. So, you know, I, I haven't seen Crosshair with one yet, so not I'm not bothered. We got 
guns, no, same sharp thing. sticks, guess what? knives. Guess what? There's only one fire puncher. What? Only one. You can and have it's your in America, blade. and that's well, the problem. We don't need a fire puncher when <laughs> we have a bad a knife. For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. So we're lucky enough to have a few people with us live. And they want to hear some of our dad jokes. Like, do you guys do you guys have any dad jokes? Darren, you're cracking up, man. Like, you know you got a ton, dude. You probably can start. It's not the joke, it's the delivery. That's how dad jokes come across. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Very true. That's very true. The drier the better. The, the ones I know, dude, I was in the Navy for so long, they're all dirty. Like, I don't I don't have appropriate dad jokes. So basically, I've, this is a family man, show. It's a family show. Did you hear about the racing snail who got rid of his shell? Did not. No, nobody did. He thought it would make no. him faster, but it just make him. It just made him sluggish. <laughs> That's. What invention allows us to see through walls? What? What? Anybody? Windows. Okay, next question. Next question. Actually, this is for Darren. Um, This is a specific question for Darren. What was your yes? Only specific answers from Darren. Then. Well, it's it's regarding Andor, right? You you, I'm sure you got through the entire series, right? You're a huge fan of Star Wars in general. So, yes. did you have a favorite episode and character moment? Because I know we had, we had our oh, just a little question, like what's your favorite character moment from Andor? Or it could be an episode, character, or moment. Not all of the above. Uh, I think just. Overall, I love how Andor is kind of structured in those mini arcs mm. where you have like three episodes, like three episodes, two, one, you know, Super you have cool. the fallout episode seven, you got the prison arc, you know, just the way it's all done is it's just really it, it's it's episodic television, but it's also serialized television. It's just a really good blend of all that. But, oh, man. I think if I had to pick one moment though, it's just chanting one way out like that. Like, you know, when the Mandalorian came yeah. and we got, this is the way, you know, that, that stuck with us. Like, you know, we have the, you know, may the force be with you. And there's, you know, there's quotable lines in star Wars, but when a new line comes on the scene, it's really cool. Cause it doesn't happen all the time. You know, sometimes they try to force it. Sometimes they try to get to stick, but one way out is just it. It ah, oh, it just it starts to get you when you say it. You're because you're it's it's slaves chanting it. Mm. It's prisoners rioting, and it says so much in three words. So I'd say when they're all chanting uh, in the undisclosed location. If you haven't seen the show, no, no, when they're all chanting one way out though. Is I think. <laughs> one of the best moments of Andor. If those outfits don't take over the running of the will road, if, if, if that outfit doesn't take over the running of the will rose at celebration, I think it will. We riot. I, I've, I've already, riot. I've already paid for my costume. 
I ordered one. I saw them on I Etsy know. for a decent price. I, it was like one fifty or something. I've I've actually ordered two of those costumes now. One from Crow Props <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that's going to be like the the screen accurate one it's for nice joining. One. The That'll region. be approvable, yeah. 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 And then yeah. I I ordered the yeah. the AliExpress yeah, the AliExpress one one because did that's you, the, can I you did. link us to the AliExpress oh, one? one? Yeah, on it was like AliExpress. thirty bucks yeah, shipped can you can you because that's that? the one that I'm going to jump in the pool. Okay, we're in London. Jump in the Thames. No, you've got to be the one guy that stands on the edge and just yells, I can't swim. <laughs> While everyone else is jumping in the pool. Can't swim. But you know, everyone's going to be standing yelling that. Like, it's not going to be one person. Well, I really can't swim, so that'll that'll definitely be me. I love- the, 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 the problem is, is that that $30 one's going to for sure be see-through. Yeah. For sure. That's when it gets wet. Yeah. I love the little detail that on the prison yeah. uniform, there are seven like little chevrons down the side because it's a seven sided. Like you see the number seven appear in multiple. Like again, it's Star Wars. W- they, weren't they on level seven? I don't know. I don't remember what level they were on, but I, I know, know that the, the, the shape of the prison was a seven sided object, which is mm-hmm. a really uncommon object because usually it's eight or six so mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, those are those mm-hmm. are great episodes anything else yeah that- um so that was from it's just me emily thank you it's just me emily 25 and then i have one from our good friend midi midori she's on and it's all about the snacks like i, I think everybody commonly knows that my favorite snack while we are doing these uh, episodes is the sour patch but what are your guys preferred snack when we do this when we get together what's your go-to abba zabba <laughs> abba zabba i got it right here flips and liquid death flips milk chocolate pretzels <laughs> and liquid death nice and then Darren, what was yours? Uh, these are peanut M and M's. This started uh, full, not too, but probably like Christmas. So it's going down fast. <laughs> Yummy, delicious. John, whiskey, <laughs> whiskey. My favorite snack is whiskey. <laughs> John, yum 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 yum. Abazel. Oh, that was you. Okay, sorry. I don't have one here now. Yeah, it was me. I like abzabas. Um, I'm not usually eating anything when we do this, but uh, but I do always have something to drink, and so it's it's almost always sparkling water of some kind, and it, it, typically lime. And so worked out that uh, even tonight got my lime oh, sparkling water. Nice. Forgot. This is my jam. Arizona. Arizona. There you go. Still ninety nine yeah, cents, but right? The black and white one. There you go. Mm-hmm. 69 cents actually. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Hey. Well I think that does it that does it for us today. Batchers, you didn't listen to me last week, but we need your help. Go into your podcast app right now, review and leave us a review. You're supposed to comment, put an onion emoji, like we talked about. I didn't see any of those. Go do it now. Thank you. And actually, I think there was one more thing 
um, that we wanted. Should we say? Should we talk about the thing? the thing? Should we? Should we save the thing? The thing? I don't I know do. what the thing is. We could. We could talk about the thing. I had people message me during the week and ask me if we were going to talk about the thing, and I, my answer was equally vague. What thing? Um, Ramy. What is happening? Can you? What is happening? Can you? Uh, do we? Are we you talking about yeah, I'm right here. Let's talk about the thing. All right. So, um, so one of the things that we wanted to do is we wanted to try and look for opportunities to sort of con- continue our ability to engage with folks and 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 bring that to an in live or to a live in person type of event. So, um, we don't have a location. We've got a location that we're targeting for. We don't have all the details nailed down, but we're shooting for for this. And this is something, even even if this date initial date fluxes or uh, or location doesn't work out, this is something we'll be doing throughout the year. So we are going to be doing what we are calling the Dad Batch Family Reunion, which will be in-person events um, that we'll do as often as we can pull off in as many places as we can pull off. And there'll be opportunities where we will be doing a, a, the podcast recording, but also doing it at a, at a public venue where folks can come and join us and we'll have an open mic and you can come and sit down and talk about what you're working on. Imagine being able to join the workbench and talk about what project you've got on your workbench at home and, uh, and being able to, to, to join in and share your opinion on Hunter's hard drive, you name it. Um, there'll be an opportunity to get in on, on that. So we're shooting for our first possible um, event of this at the end of January. So it's coming up. Um, we're trying to nail down the details and get that locked in. Um, so I don't have any specifics to announce there, but I will also say that there are multiple cons that the dad batch will be present at throughout the year. And I am feverishly trying to submit applications to all of them, including something special that we're looking to do at celebration. So um, for anybody that's going to be in London, dad batch is going to be there in full form and we've got some big plans so again the dad batch family reunion will be an in-person extension of the podcast and trying to just make sure that this family that we've got around us in the community um you know you think about the people that you see we see the same folks that are joining the live stream and and commenting on our posts and um the same folks that were bidding on hondo's ornaments and part of that project We've got a big extended family here around us, and we want an opportunity to see all of you in person. So that's where we're going. There you go, guys. Come out, meet us, hang out with us, join the show, meet your space daddies, hang out. It's going to be a good time. Make sure you're following us at Dad Batch Pod to uh, get all the updates for that. You can follow me at Stevie.Kicks on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter. Guys, let the listeners know where they can find you. Joe. Tech God Bad Batch. John. At Alpha Ignition. Awesome. Brian. Nowhere. Ramy. Muted. He's muted. <laughs> muted. Jeez, I was muted. Oh my gosh. Rookie mistake. Uh, so, uh, the dadbatch.com and also on Instagram at, at, uh, at dadbatchpod. Nice. And Darren, let the people know where they can find you. They can find everything at drsci-fi.com, troop blogs, podcasts, and more. Check it out. Awesome. 
Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 23 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 24. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. I, I think it's different from the crotch because the crotch I think is actually like hard. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that <laughs>